Aloha! You are listening to Inside the Desert Oasis Room, episode number 120. This episode is sponsored by Tandawai Rum, the world's largest rum producer and winner of over 170 international medals in the past four decades. Check out their webpage at tandawaiusa.com or follow them on Facebook or Instagram at tandawaiusa. On this episode, we are joined by the Tiki Boss and the Tiki Addict. Our friends Ross Aliotti, Randall Wilson, and Sarah May joined us to record this special episode inside the Desert Oasis Room a few weeks ago on Repeal Day. We chat about the history of prohibition in the United States historically and currently, and the cultures and subcultures it created then and now. We even mix and share the recipes to a couple of tasty Prohibition-era cocktails. As always, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did bringing it to you. And if you did, hit that subscribe button. Subscribing makes it easier for you to follow our adventures. Shares on your social media pages are always appreciated. And if you'd like to help support the show, go to DesertOasisRoom.com to pick up some merch or make a donation. Every purchase or donation, no matter the size, is totally appreciated and helps keep this podcast coming to you every week. Okay, here we go. Repeal Day from Inside the Desert Oasis Room. What'd you make? Sazerac. Oh, very nice. Awesome. You said Sazerac a second ago, and I was like, okay. That sounds so, good. Yeah, so make it happen. Do you want to stay? Do you want to stay on video? Or not? Um, no. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll You're take like, it that'd off be video. <laughs> okay. So how do I go back to? I just wanted to say hi. She does it to I'm me all the time. I need to shave. I need to. First of all, I don't have my signature hat on. Oh, <laughs> you look fine, Ross. It was oh, good to see, see you. My actual... <laughs> Whoops. I hung up on him by accident. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I messed it up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I do have my undertow hat right here, though. All right, cool. Awesome. In case of an emergency. See? Like me. See, she always like, you don't need a hat. I'm like, uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. You wear hat, but you have hair. What's your excuse? Just in case one day I don't have hair. Yeah. <laughs> so people will get used to you. Like, yeah. Uh... Well, see, I I pre-gamed it since I was a kid because my dad doesn't have hair. <laughs> the pre-game. So so now I'm just the guy with the hat. I'm not the bald guy with the hat. Right. So... No, I started shaving my head before I needed to for that very same reason. I'm like, I don't want to be the guy that's just hanging on like just... everybody's talking behind my back. Like, dude. Like, uh, like you got three hairs. Like, what are you doing? To keep it keep it a pony a ponytail. It's like yeah, a, I think I told the story on the podcast where I watched Die Hard and shaved my head because Bruce Willis was the coolest ball guy. <laughs> God, I hate, yeah. I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah we did All right. talk about that. Read that recipe off to me. Um, hold on a sec. So I do uh, two ounces of dry London gin, three quarter ounce fresh lemon juice, one ounce of uh, 
one and a half to one honey syrup. I mean, yeah, so definitely use an ounce of yours. Okay, so um, two and then ounces. Shake it with ice until cold. Strain into a coop if you have one. I don't have coops, but I have um, I have mini snifters. Yep. Which sounds like that's what will work. So two ounces of gin, three quarters of lemon. Yep. One ounce of honey. Okay. And then one ounce of honey. I don't either. <laughs> well, I I threw the um, I you just threw all the peel, peels yeah away. I, I just squeezed this so and then I threw all the shells out. I would have saved them. Yeah, <laughs> they're in a bag. You still digging? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. If you want one for yours, I'll, I'll go get it. <laughs> oh, I don't want you to you know go out go, of your go way. Go all out of trouble, just right? Like, if you're already in there, I'd say pick one up. <laughs> <laughs> Crap, I used to drink back in the day, too. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't know any better back then. But sounds that terrible. Set me on a, that getting into, that's where I started drinking Mai Tais and zombies and bars usually made them the exact same. And yeah. That's kind of what part of, I just started going everywhere trying the, the Mai Tai, the zombie, the Mai, until I, that's, I, I got into, found tiki bars serving real ones. That's kind of how I discovered, like, cocktails was through my hatred of gin, which has now come full circle. I like gin now. And it started, that's why I'm bringing this up, the bee's knees, that drink that Adrian's drinking, mm-hmm. that is the first gin drink that I had that I could I could, I, I could deal with. And the honey really, I think, was, and the lemon just worked well. That I didn't taste a lot of the gin at first, and now that kind of like eased me into it. Now I love gin. I drink it straight. I drink it in a number of cocktails. It's it's one of my favorite spirits, but that one eased me in. Okay. Dude, 
You talk a lot. You should start a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'll call it... Does anyone have that? It sounds good, man. It sounds mean, good. For, especially your, it, it has, like has it like a ring to it. Toe tapping. How about how about the Rum Diaries with Tiki Boss? The Rum Diaries with Tiki Boss. <laughs> I, I like to be a uh, I like to be a guest on a podcast. That's awesome. As opposed cool. to uh, I love that you have these. Actually, I never liked gin ever, but uh, Adrian just handed us uh, coasters from Jay Riley's. It's this distillery we went to in Redlands. And uh, they make this gin fizz that's like... It's so good. What, what, what was the shake time we had on that thing? Like two minute shake? Dude. It, two minutes. Yeah. It like, was hilarious. It was like the proper... The proper uh, I'm doing air quotes. The, <laughs> the proper um, like gin fizz to get like that perfect frothiness, I yeah, guess. Right. Like, yeah. like like a minute or two minutes. Something, something crazy. Yeah. So he hands wow. me he hands me the shaker and I'm sitting there shaking it. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like a jackass. But let me tell you what. Was that the one where the so shaker good. got passed around? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And your guys' hands were freezing. Right. Oh, yeah. But it was good. It, it was, was good. Yeah, I'm like two minutes. Your hands you must have yeah. gloves. Well that's why the bartender like just passed that's it That's why on he to handed them. it to us. <laughs> there you go. All right. The bartender literally passed it yeah. We cheers. have our drinks. Yay. Cheers. Cheers. And a virtual cheers, cheers to Ross. Yeah. Virtual cheers, cheers. Ross. Cheers, Ross. Cheers. Cheers from Phoenix. <laughs> Wish I was there with you guys. I would say we He's did too, amazing. but... Hey, this is good. Yeah, it is good. Ooh, that's really good. Hey, this is good, Ross. I like yeah, that. I, mean, that's a, I, I think I like it a lot. It's like I said, it, it kind of... It, for somebody who doesn't like gin, I think that's a drink you can make them that will ease them in that's not super... All right overpowering and, and you know but you still get a little bit of that gin flavor mm-hmm. definitely and, it, and it's simple it's three ingredients it's honey it's and you know if you make tiki drinks you probably have honey syrup on yeah it. absolutely oh, yeah adrian's writing down the recipe right now yeah, yeah i'm writing down the recipe well this is one of those drinks that like i maybe used to always hate like mixology bars because uh, when I order a drink and it shows up in this like little two ounce glass i'm like <laughs> like what is this shit yeah, I'm like, this, like this was go, $18? Or when you go to a five-star restaurant and you spend like $80 on a plate and you get this tiny little piece of like, cave mignon. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, but, is this supposed to fill me up? <laughs> exactly. But it's, you know, it's deceiving when you don't know any better because you, yeah. you know, when you're young, you're used to getting these big drinks, but, you know, they're half punch or cranberry oh, yeah. juice or something. It's all most, sugar. Most mm-hmm. well drinks in a bar that you pay between five and eight dollars for have a quarter, ounce and a quarter of alcohol in it. Yeah. Maybe an ounce and a half if you're lucky. Yeah, you're and that drink you're sipping right there has two ounces of, if it's London Drive Gin, is usually about 40% mm-hmm. alcohol. Yeah. I mean, so, I it's, mean. Uh, Tanqueray? Yeah, I'm using Tanqueray. Yeah, so Tanqueray I think is about 47%. Yeah, I'm sure if it's 80, if it's 80. 47.3. 47.3. Yeah, 47.3. Yeah. So there you go. So if yeah. you looked at it, you'd be going, shit, I just got ripped off. Yeah. But in actuality, two ounces of forty-seven point three percent gin over, you know, like a, you know, an ounce and a quarter of Jack Daniels or whatever, some forty percent. Yeah. Right. With that's mostly soda and mix, but it's served in a big cup. You know, I mean, you know, once you've started going to bars and learning about how drinks are made you start to take the stuff in but yeah I agree with you Randall I mean I yeah. remember just thinking like I totally got ripped so, off what, what is this what is this shit <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Adrian's standing at you. He wants you to shut the phone. Adrian up. is staring at the phone like no. I'm looking off. at. I'm looking at the. I'm just. I'm looking at my recorder just to make sure everything's cool. I'm not wearing. I'm not wearing headphones right now, so I'm not monitoring the audio. So I don't actually know what the audio sounds like, and I just want to make sure that I have all the settings correct before we go too much farther. Should we do I'm another hello? I'm with two shots, so that's probably why I'm talking a lot. Uh-huh, that's okay. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, so for our listeners that don't know, we should probably say what we are recording today. Repeal day. Woo. It is repeal day. Repeal so day. Repeal day. Let's do yeah. a cheers. This again. is our yeah to the twenty first amendment. Yeah. Cheers to the twenty first amendment. This is our cheers drinking holiday. And this is why we're allowed to drink today, right? This is why we're allowed to drink yeah. what we're drinking. So, mm. I wanted to talk about what repeal day is. I'm sure everybody that listens to this podcast already knows, but we're going to talk about it anyway. We're going to do a little history lesson here which is actually rather interesting. Um, Prohibition, which officially ran from 1920 to 1933, for 13 years, the country was dry. Legally speaking. Legally (laughs) dry. Legally dry. So uh, obviously there were things that happened behind the scenes that that was... uh, Illegal. Illegal, for lack of a better term. (laughs) Um, but you know, like prohibition was this thing that was, uh, it was considered an experiment, right? They yeah. called it, uh, what did they call it? The noble experiment or mm-hmm. something like that. I think so, you're right. Yeah. 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 So I, I printed something off the internet because I thought it was easier for me to read this on what prohibition was. Uh, and so I'm going to go ahead and read that right now for our, our listeners so that they know the exact definition of what prohibition was. So prohibition was a direct response to the rampant use of alcohol in the United States. In the 1800s, alcohol abuse was at an all-time high, particularly amongst males, Randall. (laughs) Some of whom... Guilty. (laughs) Guilty as Ross. Ross. Oh, Ross. Ross is is sometimes male. All right. Uh, Let's see. Particularly amongst males, some of whom were no older than 15 years old. On average, the amount of pure alcohol consumed by the average American on an annual basis was seven gallons. This created a problem for businesses who were suffering drops in productivity and households who were dependent on husbands to earn money, as large numbers of drunken men failed to work. (laughs) Abuse of women and children was also increasingly becoming a problem due to the increasing alcohol problem. Groups such as the Women's Temperance Union and the Anti-Saloon League worked to ban alcohol with varying degrees of success. In fact, by 1916, there were 19 states that had some form of anti-liquor laws in effect. So it was slowly building. Pre-prohibition. Pre-prohibition. The greatest victory for the dry advocates came in the form of World War I. At the time, a large number of breweries were German-American-owned. This was an angle that the Anti-Saloon League used to the, their best advantage. As a result, the 18th Amendment was passed by Congress in December of 1917. In January 1918, partial prohibition was put into effect by President Woodrow Wilson. And by, seven, by September, the wartime beer production was banned entirely. It was considered a measure of war. The 18th Amendment was ratified in January 1919 and went into effect in 1920. So from 1920 to 1933, the United States was theoretically dry. dry. <laughs> um, 
So, you know, there there's some things that are kind of interesting that came up during Prohibition, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was actually, so I did a little research today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the seven gallons equaled out to 88 bottles a year. So that's about seven bottles of whiskey a month. That's that crazy. That they would drink. Yeah, just per person. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Sounds That's Ross's one month. <laughs> so that I read somewhere, let me see if I have this in my research, but I had read somewhere that, um, and I don't have it in my research here, my notes, I should say, but alcohol was allowed in beverages only uh, what they considered that was like non-intoxicating amounts, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. um, they said half of 1% was allowed. But there was more alcohol, like in cough syrup, mm-hmm. yeah. than in any kind of beverage. So, like, you could serve beer, and people were, for yeah. example, brewing mm-hmm. alternate forms of yeah. beer. But it, you know, there it was didn't really have any alcohol yeah. in it, unless so, it was bootleg. So, is a scissor actually a prohibition era cocktail then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So these drinks that we're having right now, yeah, the answer is yes, because <laughs> these were served in speakeasies. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So. And there's some interesting stuff there, too. So, like, some of the things that happened, right? During Prohibition, we had these bars that were called speakeasies, Mm -hmm. right? And the name speakey comes from... Speakeasy. It's, yes, speakeasy. (laughs) So-called the practice of speaking quietly without such a place, about such a place in public, or when inside it so as not to alert the police and neighbors. Mm -hmm. The word gained wide currency in United States during Prohibition. So uh, that's where that term came from. And I find it interesting that today, that is a very popular trend, is mm-hmm. the speakeasy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, they're popping up everywhere in Southern California, well, I'm sure in Arizona. What's right, funny Ross? with the... Uh, yeah, we have a few. What's funny with the speakeasy, so we met uh, Adrian at the speakeasy in Redlands yeah. last week. and uh, Last week I was at the speakeasies in Phoenix, the oh, week before. Week before. Yeah. <laughs> so I met Adrian at some point. And then the week before year. that, I was at the speakeasies down in Temecula, oh, which is yeah. funny, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and then, yeah, and then on so my we birthday, met. we went to the speakeasy at the Blind Rabbit. I was at the speakeasies before Temecula. With the blind rabbit uh-huh. because I had done a podcast, a podcast right? with them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Awesome. So here's the what thing about the speakeasy. <laughs> the, the speakeasy trend today, that's where all the great cocktails are. Absolutely. Right. So they're they're also doing prohibition era cocktails yeah. because they're recreating that that yeah. era or mm-hmm. that whatever that is, whatever you want to call that, right? Style. Yeah, I mean like there is not a speakeasy today. Uh, this is a bold statement, but I'm, I'm going to say it anyway. I'm probably, I'm probably 90% correct if I'm wrong. There's not a speakeasy that's open today that serves a bad cocktail. I think all the speakeasies mm-hmm. that are out there today, yeah, absolutely. I think they're all serving uh, good cocktails, right? Yeah, I think definitely. they're all doing yeah. the craft cocktail yeah. thing. Because yeah, that, we that, went, that goes one and the same, right? So they go we hand went to hand. the Blind Rabbit for my birthday, and I told the bartender, I said, hey, it's my birthday today. You know, she's like, oh my gosh, congratulations. She came back probably 10, 15 minutes later, handed us a little glass with a shot in it. I'm like, ooh, what is this? Like, this is probably going to be good, you know, because shots there aren't just straight up shots, you know, like they actually mix in other things. Um, So we tasted it and Randall's like, oh my gosh, this is so good. I'm like, I could tell you right now there's rye whiskey in it and some type of guava. 
and I think it was rye whiskey, guava, and I think a sprinkle of lime juice, and it was so good. And she had just crafted it in this tiny little shot glass on a stem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was so cute and like, like so pretty, like and presented like just so well. You I've know? had that shot before. <laughs> yeah, it's just so like good. good. It's super good. Yeah. Like yeah. you wouldn't expect that. Yeah. you know, well, it's just different. Those the people that own these speakeasies and the, and the bartenders that they employ are are in it beyond just the cocktails. I mean, it's almost like a lifestyle thing. They know, sort of from the, yeah. Yeah. the way that they dress to the way that mm -hmm. they style their hair, and you know, it, I mean, it's it can look hipsterish, but sometimes you know, if you start to talk to some of these guys, it's it's not them trying to be hipsters. Yeah. They've really gone back and studied ingredients. They're tasting things that are coming out again that haven't been out in a long in a long time. Definitely. All sorts of new ingredients are popping up yeah. all over the place because people are trying to recreate these cocktails, mm -hmm. that many of which have not been served in a long time. And some of the ingredients, when you go back and look at the old bartender's guides, no longer exist. Sometimes they don't know what they taste like. So, you know, people are going back and, and looking and researching and either finding these ingredients or, or companies are starting to recreate them so that we can try to get as close as we can to what they were making, um, you know, back in those that prohibition, uh, prohibition era. Right, right. Mm -hmm. That's where, like, all that, that good cocktails came, I mean, because, I mean, the liquor then was terrible. It was cut, as, you know, with water yeah. just to kind of yeah. push out blues. Well, the other thing yeah. is that the high society was drinking in speakeasies, but a lot of other people were drinking bathtub gin and rock gut whiskey yeah. and right you know it feel like you said ran fillers and they were putting a lot of other stuff people were getting sick i mean yeah. it was, uh, you didn't know what you were what you were buying unless you could afford to um, go into a speakeasy where you would often get a, you know a, a, a real cocktail yeah well i'm sure because it was still like the great depression right so sure they didn't have money to really spend well, to go no. into speaking. Was it well, the Great you know, Depression because they got rid of alcohol? Uh, mm. Good question. Uh -huh. <laughs> that's that's a research question that I don't have the answer to at the moment. But you know, like to What's speak. What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> to speak more on what Ross is talking about, when you see bars like the Blind Rabbit or the Blind Pig, do you know why they're named that? No. Because some of these uh, these these concoctions these these bathtub gins or these bathtub rums yeah. or whatever they were making moonshine, it would make you blind. Yeah. So the wow. blind rabbit, the blind pig, the blind donkey, like there's a bunch of them, right? Yeah. It, it harkens back to that time. Yeah. Again, when you look at like the trends that are happening today, right, with the speakeasy bar, and then when you have like the blind rabbit, which is, it's named yeah. in yeah. such a way, <laughs> and it's also a speakeasy. What they're doing is they are uh, paying tribute to that era. Right? I was curious about the name. Yeah, yeah. So that's what that means. Okay. Um, that's really cool. The whole thing about uh, about people having to drink this kind of shady stuff, they were drinking them from bootleggers because yeah. if they couldn't go to the speakeasies, if they didn't know where the speakeasies were or they didn't have the money, if it was the Great Depression, yeah. they didn't have the money to spend to go into a speakeasy, they were buying this stuff from a bootlegger I think of drug dealing. And it is, <laughs> because, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly, you had wow. no idea what you, were, what you were getting, and that's where a lot of the cocktails were created to cut that flavor, um, because it was so horrible that people couldn't drink it straight, yeah. so they started Yeah, yeah, that's why they started, oh, of, that's why okay. they started mixing it with fruit mm -hmm. juices. Yeah, that's yeah. Why. I think the drink that you are drinking right now, the bee's knees, I believe the origin of that started with, you know, being made with, um, that kind of, you know, like the bathtub gin where it was just so, so bad tasting that yeah. 
uh, they had know, to put that something honey and lemon in mix and was able to kind of cut through that yeah. a little bit and make the drink palatable. You know, you might get sick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to go home blind now. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of a lot of the top bartenders, from what I've read and understand, um, left and went to like Havana to work. Yeah, yeah. They, a lot of them were going overseas too. They were going to Europe, and they're yeah, they were going to Cuba and the Caribbean and places like that where yep. where they could work because it wasn't illegal over there. Yeah, right. Sure. Yeah. And again, Americans with the with the means with the money were traveling down there and having a blast during that time. Yeah. Yeah. So talking about bootlegging, I wanted I wanted to give the definition of bootlegger. It's it's as simple as it sounds when. People were transporting or concealing liquor. They were concealing them in that, their high boots, and so that's why they called them bootleggers. They were they were putting them in their bootlegs. Ah. So oh, that's that's, that's cool. where that term came from. I did not know that. Well, that's even where um, hot rodding and uh, NASCAR came from. Yeah, from yeah. Running NASCAR yeah. came from from bootleggers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So there's a lot of interesting stuff tied to repeal day, yeah. prohibition. And I want to talk about, is there any more that we want to talk about? At this? Yeah, I want to okay. make an announcement. Before I, before I transition? All right. <laughs> yeah, because in nine minutes. So I read a fun fact. On the day Prohibition ended, yeah, I know. many people toasted the I know, I know, see? I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> of the 21st Amendment at 9 p.m. So the 21st, 21st hour of the day. So nine <laughs> minutes. We have nine minutes. Yes. And when nine Wait, minutes what? comes around, we're going to ring a bell for that. What yeah. time zone? Um, oh, look know. at that. <laughs> because it already Thanks, passed. Ross. It already passed for us. For me, I'm, I'm, a, I'm coming up on 10 o'clock. Well, since the West Coast is the best coast, we're going to go with <laughs> our time zone. <laughs> well, I think it's likely New York, but whatever. <laughs> Should I set an alarm? Well, I think, set an alarm. Well, yeah. I think it's funny, though, with, with um, I don't forget. speakeasies, though, is we took a friend from England to a speakeasy. And... It, we, it was a you know a little weird way to get in as speakeasies are they're hidden and he's kind of yeah, looking at yeah. us like what are we doing why are we here and I didn't even click to me that speakeasies is such an American thing it is yeah he had no idea what a speakeasy yeah. was and so why weird. we were entering through a kitchen right oh right. it was the guy from the UK yeah yeah okay yeah so yeah, we he had thought to, it was so weird so we had to like, ex- explain to him about prohibition because it's not taught he's yeah. like mm-hmm. oh this is actually pretty cool yeah yeah, yeah. Interesting. I thought it was weird. I, you know, us being here, it's just ingrained in our culture that I just assumed yeah. everyone knew what a speakeasy was. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's yeah. easy to assume that. Oh, you want to hear another crazy thing? So I had our guest speaker uh, this past weekend from our photographer's workshop come down. She had coffee with me um, after our workshop. And she came to Redlands to see, like, you know, downtown and get coffee with me. And we walked around, and she goes, it is so cool that people have American flags hanging out front of their house. I'm like, what do you mean? And they're like, she just said, like, oh, Canadians don't do that. Like, we, like, don't have flags outside of our house, you know? Yeah. She's like, I think it's so cool. Like, you the guys patriotism. pride yourself. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, wait, well, you should start doing that. Like, we pride ourselves because, you know, I'm sure during war times, like, that was the symbol, you know, like, America, you know, and just having that pride, you know, and so, like, putting it up on our porch, you know, she got all excited, like, I want to move down here. <laughs> She's like, you guys are seriously so cool. <laughs> it was cute. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Now, going back to what you had stated, Ross, with bartenders moving outside of the country to continue to work during prohibition 
there's something kind of related to that too, which I which I find really interesting. And so I'm going to make a transition now to Don the Beachcomber because today is also the birthday of Don the Beachcomber. Not Don the Beachcomber himself, the beach the, the business beach. of Don the Beachcomber. So Don the Beachcomber opened on December 5th, 1933 That's at awesome. 17, 1722 North McCann Place in Hollywood. Yep. And uh, he, yeah, he opened on repeal day the day after Prohibition well, was we lifted. Cheers to Don then, too. As, and as Don's Beachcomber Cafe. As Don's Beachcomber Cafe. And it's Walt Disney's birthday today, too. Was oh, it really? Yeah. Oh, so there's a lot of things happening today. So yeah. having said that, Don the Beachcomber, or Don Beach, or Ernest Beaumont Gann, whatever you want to call him, <laughs> chose to base his menu on rum rum cocktails the spirit of rum and why i don't i'm sure you guys know the reason why yes because it was not affected by prohibition because spirits spirits such as gin and whiskey and other american spirits were expensive to purchase because a lot of them had to retool their factories Mm -hmm. to start manufacturing these spirits again well, rum was largely manufactured in the Caribbean, and so it was unaffected by prohibition. So it was okay. cheap. They never had to like, wow. they never had to retool like, you know, if you wanted to get American yeah. whiskey, it was, you know, it's just like, yeah, you, yeah, they, yeah, they were all starting from scratch again. Mm-hmm. So, right. so, so imagine tiki without prohibition with exactly. rye whiskey. Exactly. <laughs> so now let's go back to this, right? When we were reading some of this earlier, right, there was that keyword saloon, right? Mm-hmm. So part of prohibition was when when uh, or I should say part of repeal, repealing prohibition was that bars could no longer be called saloons. So now you, we don't see bars that are like yeah. the blah, blah, blah saloon because it, they couldn't be called saloons anymore. And prior to prohibition, there was no tropical saloon, right? They were yeah. all just American style saloons, right? Would you picture a saloon yeah. at the turn of the century? And so that is why Don is credited as being the godfather of Tiki and creating the first Polynesian style bar. Right. So. Really yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, the only thing they had before that was like things that you see, like the coconut grove, where there might have been palm trees and stuff. But they were still, you know, drinking martinis and whiskey drinks. They right. were. There was, you know, there there was nothing like what Don was doing. He created that. Yep. That whole tropical, the tropical cocktail menu, uh, based all on rum. Yeah. Right. Right. Did so. Did he carve a pineapple and serve a cocktail in it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, the players punch, right? The uh, the original structure of, yeah. of today's tiki drink which is i want to mess it up adrian you know it right the they one call, of sour you know they call it the um yeah one of sour two of sweet three of strong sweet, three for, strong for, for a week, week. Right. yeah yeah i hope yeah. we got that right or we're gonna get murdered <laughs> no that is right that's right that's right yeah um so there's a couple th- interesting things happening there and i'm gonna say this too <laughs> Every Wednesday at 9 o'clock, we do a toast to Ray at the Tiki Tea. And today's Wednesday. Yep. We're not only going to celebrate Repeal Day at 9 o'clock, which is what we're supposed to do. We're also going to celebrate, we're going to do a toast to Ray. And Ray was one of the original four Filipinos at Don the Beachcomber. So there's there a whole go. full circle thing yeah. happening today yes, with this Repeal Day. So this is a, a, kind That's of a special cool. day, yeah. right? I'm at all. really honored to be. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and I thought we were just going to drink on Wednesday. 
<laughs> right? Like even, and we're even choosing to Walt, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So this is a universal day today for a bunch of things, right? Yeah, and, this is and, cool. Yeah, and so it's kind of a special, special day today. Um, you didn't think I was gonna stay in my pajamas. I know, I know. I was waiting for you guys to catch up. I, I finished this thing a while well, back. Well, if we're gonna do a toast, so what I was should we do? A sip. What should we do for the toast? Um. Do you have uh-huh. anything left in here? Like you know what I want to do. What I think we should do, since um, since it is repeal day, mm-hmm. what was what was the booze that everybody was drinking at the time? Whiskey. Was it whiskey? Yeah. yeah. Rock, probably should... rye whiskey. Yeah. yeah. I don't have I rye, whiskey. rye whiskey. I have whiskey and uh, Scotch whiskey and bourbon. Mm-hmm. Um, bourbon. Maybe we should do a shot of bourbon. Absolutely. Okay. I'm okay. down. So we're gonna do that. I'll pour one out for the pour one out for our homie uh, mm-hmm. Ross since he's not here. <laughs> I throw it over my shoulder. Pour one out. Pour one out for the homie. I'm gonna pull out this nice bottle of Old Forester single barrel. Ooh, nice. So um, I am going to. Pull I'm so out. happy you're joining us again, Ross. Yeah, I know. For everyone who doesn't know Ross, his real name is Tiki Boss. No, 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 no. My real name is Ross. I'm just starting to to let everybody know that my name is not Tiki Boss. It's actually Ross. But you can call me Tiki Boss. That's it. I can't sleep tonight now. You just ruined it. (laughs) Nice thing you didn't tell me that the the Easter Bunny isn't real. He's not? Uh, What? Or the Tiki Boss. I won't tell you that. Who said that? I wouldn't take that from you. Or Santa. Okay. Whoa. <laughs> I am gonna pour Buffalo Trace. Ooh, there we go. Because nice. um, because of the buffalo, and this is Kentucky Stray Bourbon Whiskey. Awesome. So we're going to be toasting with this. Very American. You know what? That gives me an idea. I have some Buffalo Trace uh, right up the still. You know, just the just the unaged mash, and I haven't opened it. Oh really? What better, yeah, wow. what better time to open that? It's sixty-two point five percent corn rye malted barley, hundred twenty-five proof. It's called White Dog. It comes in a little glass. So I'm gonna have to pour myself a little drink of can this. Can you take a picture of it? Um, Now's so the time. Adrian can post it when he does his thing. Yeah, I'll take a picture of <laughs> it. Yeah, I'm gonna get one more photo here. Hang on. Okay. Get one more photo of our. <laughs> All right. So put this here. It is exactly nine o'clock. Exactly nice. So yep. let's hand these out. I'm going to okay. do, let's do, um, we're going to do one bell for prohibition. Okay. Hold on. I'm going, I'm going live then. <laughs> All right. You're going live? I'm going live. Yep. Ready? <laughs> Check your connection. We're live. <laughs> Hello, folks. We are celebrating repeal day tonight on the desert, inside the desert oasis room. There's a bunch of stuff happening tonight. So today, repeal day. Uh, we're celebrating that we can drink all of this booze that we so in- much enjoy every week. Today was also the start of Don the Beachcomber in Hollywood back in 1933, December 5th, 1933. Today is a Wednesday, and every Wednesday at 9 o'clock Pacific time, we do a toast to Ray from the Tiki Tea. And Ray Buin happens to be one of the original four original four Filipinos that Don the Beachcomber there in Hollywood. So all kinds of stuff happened tonight. We're going to do our bell right now. So, <laughs> what should we do first? Should we do the toast to Ray first? Should we do toast the toast to Ray? Absolutely. Toast to Ray. So wait, we're gonna are do. Are we taking a little sip? Little sip. Little we're gonna do a little <laughs> sip. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna do five bells. Toast to Ray. Toast to Ray. Toast to Ray. Toast to 
Uh, bells for Ray. There you go. Cheers. 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 Cheers Aloha. Ross. Cheers. Cheers. Aloha. And for those that don't know, we have the Tiki Boss himself on the phone. <laughs> He's right there. He's right here. He's right here. Wow. Say hi. hi. All right. One Aloha, more bell everybody. for repeal day. Cheers. 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 Aloha. We have to do Walt. Oh. Rand Randall, he already he Is already it? cleaned it out. We but have we to still do have Walt. to do. So, oh, I also got more. I got here's more. one more thing. Now I'm not I'm not like a Disney Ooh. diehard, so are you sure that it's Walt's birthday? <laughs> yes. It's Walt's birthday. Yeah. Um actually here. Here I'll pour you a little babe. Daniel Smith. It, He's toasting us. He also said it's Walt's birthday. <laughs> and it's Walt's birthday today too, so I think we've got a trifecta happening, right? Mm -hmm. So we're going to do one more bell for Walt. So. Awesome. That's for you. I'm going to take my right with that. Oh, you have it. Oh, I got two. Go. No, no, no. Yeah. Going down. <laughs> Cheers. I just realized that I'm just getting drunk at home by Ooh. myself right now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you wouldn't be the first one, buddy. Yeah, like you guys are all, I feel like I'm there, but then I realize I'm really not. I'm just there lining up shots. <laughs> well, hey, Chris. How are you doing? <laughs> So there you go, folks. We are recording the Repeal Day episode of Inside the Desert Oasis Room. I don't know when this is going to air because I have a bunch of other episodes I have to air first. But we are making sure that we give this holiday, because it is a holiday, the respect that it deserves, considering that we are tiki cocktail and craft cocktail fanatics. And I hope you guys are out there doing the same thing, enjoying a drink tonight, because you would not have been able to enjoy that otherwise if it were not for repeal day. Why did we exactly. do this at nine o'clock? Why did we do this toast at nine o'clock? Is because repeal day was the 21st, 21st, hour. 21st amendment. <laughs> it was the 21st amendment. We are celebrating on the 21st hour yep. today. All right, so Whee. cheers everybody. Aloha. Cheers. Aloha, cheers. happy Aloha. repeal day. And I don't know how to end, there we go. <laughs> Chris said Aloha. Chris Cervantes. <laughs> Which Chris? Oh, okay, cool. Awesome. All right, Ross. Save. How are and you doing? <laughs> doing all right. I just dead, uh, <laughs> Are you drunk yet? <laughs> white dog, tr Buffalo Trace White Dog Mash number one, Ooh. which is 125 proof. Wow. So you kind of had what second, we had almost. Say it again? Nicer. We have Buffalo Trace too, but you had the higher like, end. <laughs> should we get a photo of like all the booze that we're mm -hmm. drinking tonight? Yeah. So, all right, so... I, well, we I always feel like we need to get some money from Buffalo Trace. We'll take another one. Yeah. Okay. Are we up for another cocktail? Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. Sarah May, get in yeah. here. Where are you going? Right. Oh, oh, I was going to go up close. Okay. <laughs> she was going to put her arm around Sorry me. Sorry to everyone listening. <laughs> they're probably like, okay, they're getting off subject. <laughs> so let's get back on subject for a minute. One thing that I think of when... We're trying to take photos, Ross. We're trying to take photos. No. It's okay. It's okay. I don't want to interfere with that. Okay, Ross. Proceed, Ross. We always forget to take photos, so we just wanted to get one. What I was about to say is that you know something that that also happened that we haven't talked about is how organized crime just kind of yes um, yes took advantage of the situation well, absolutely and had a, had a blast during this time in importing and selling you know alcohol at extremely high prices and just it, it, you know it was and 
It made Al Capone a millionaire. Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, you know how much money that guy was? be better for our society just drug crime through our entire country. Right. People were being murdered. You know, well, look at Vegas. Vegas wouldn't be a thing without him, though, so. Yeah, yeah, I guess if you go back to the whole. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's a whole story there, too. But, I mean, and this is going to come across like I'm a weed guy, which I'm not. (laughs) <laughs> I don't have anything against it. I, I, I just, I don't personally smoke pot, but I feel like we haven't learned a whole lot because to yeah. this day, it's still a struggle to legalize weed. And there's not a lot of good reasons why we wouldn't. And it's, it feels like it's the same kind of thing. It's There's a lot of petty criminals. There's a lot of wasted time putting people in jail. Okay, I'm going off on a tangent. Well, that's okay. But you know what? Let's, Absolutely. Let's you know, talk about that real quick. I, you know, do you know why weed was, was um, criminalized? Probably for marketing purposes to sell something else. That's what I find usually most of the stuff comes down to. Is yeah, you're kind of close. To something else. But so no, I, don't know. I can give you the short answer to that. So well, uh, what happened was Wildem Randolph Hearst and a bunch of his partners were investors in big tobacco. And yeah, what they were trying to do was make hemp illegal yep. so that they could monopolize their market. Right. They wouldn't have they wouldn't have a competitor. And so they found a way to make weed illegal by getting doctors to basically testify all of the negative things about it. You know, it's not all negative, right? Yeah. Just like everything that there's there's it's two still- sides. There's a positive and a negative. And, and weed is actually a, a very um, helpful drug for a lot of people. It's very medicinal yeah. for a lot of people. But... You know, they didn't obviously market it that way when they wanted to get it criminalized. They wanted to make it illegal so that they could monopolize tobacco. And uh, it, so it, it's been that way ever since, well, right? uh, at, up until recently. Yeah, well, you can look at, um, what is it, the 30s, Reefer Madness? You got movies like that that kind of yeah. push that kind of narrative that, you know, yeah. it's going to make yeah. you go crazy. And yeah, the 50s, but yeah, that's... Was, that's was, uh, was Reefer Madness in the 50s? I don't remember when it was. I think it was jazz. 50s wasn't jazz. Was it? Okay, yeah. maybe I'm wrong. You, but yeah, I mean, that, that still goes, it's 2018, and right. there are still people that are affected by that. You know, like I said, I, I personally don't partake, and it's not, yeah. just, it's just because it's not my thing, but I just don't get why at this point we, people are doing it the same way that people were drinking during Prohibition. They don't know what oh. they're getting. Like somebody said that earlier, I think it was Sarah said, it's, yeah. like, it's like, you know, it's like going to a drug dealer, it's like... You know, and finally states are starting to legalize it. But yeah. I mean, it's it's just insane how how long this has taken and how long it's going to take before it's finally going to be legal everywhere, so that we can decriminalize it, stop wasting all this time, money, and effort, and start to tax this. Yeah, especially in a state well, like California, which I'm glad they finally legalized it because I mean, there's been so many money problems there. Well, taxes is a like, big thing. You know, that's. Mm-hmm. That's the reason. 100%. Why, yeah, absolutely. That's that's a, still a reason why things are illegal. I mean, well, you look at that though. But you know, alcohol's still illegal in a lot of places in the country too. You know, look at uh, what what's they're the whole story rules. with uh, Jack Daniels? Where, where they're made? It's still Dry County, but it's made there. It's dry County. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, you cannot drink anything yeah, on premise. Yeah. Oh, really? You can't. Um, you can't drink in the. Where, where's uh, Jack Daniels? What Tennessee. county is that? Who wants Lynchburg. the Who wants Lynchburg, the remnants of this? Probably mostly uh, melted. I'm not driving. Melted ice. I travel a lot for work, so I've experienced quite a few weird. Oh, 
There are some weird ones. I've been to one where they can't sell. I think it was, I, I want to say it was in Missouri, Kansas City area, I believe, um, where you can't sell liquor and mixers in the same store. Um, so you, wherever you buy liquor, you can't buy like soda. I have a fun fact. So okay. I used to live in Huntsville, Alabama um, for a couple years. And on Sundays, they would not sell alcohol or they did not have a lottery system there. So they did not believe in like, you know, when I went to try to enroll in college in Alabama, they said, oh, we don't do, you know, like um, grants or anything like that. So I questioned, they're like, oh, we don't have um, a lottery system. Um, so you had to go two hours outside to Tennessee to either buy like lottery tickets or alcohol because they didn't do that on Sundays. Hmm. And then they wouldn't sell after, I think it was eight o'clock. Well, in Nashville also, you can't buy beer and liquor in the same store. You know? <laughs> That's so because... weird. You know, a lot of states <laughs> are like that. Even in Texas. Where, really? I mean, when I, when I thought of Texas... In, just, before I went there for the first time, I, I you know, I think Cowboys, Hard Drink, I just, you know, I just yeah. have this, these images in my head. I hope I'm not offending anybody from <laughs> Texas. I'm thinking of Angelica right now. But, um, <laughs> but when I went to Texas, I was driving around one night, maybe, and I was trying to get some food and I was going to get a bottle. And I'm going to all these liquor stores and they're closed. And then finally, I'm, I just give up and I get some food at like 11 o'clock. And I asked the person, I was like, hey, where can I get a bottle? Of something? She said, um, after nine, you can't buy liquor. You can buy beer, but only like in like a, yep. wow. grocery stores. Well, that's what happened All the liquor Missouri. stores are going to be closed. Yeah. And that that area had one of the highest areas or the highest rates of drunk driving in the entire <laughs> country. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Because if you don't plan that in advance or you go to a bar, yeah. if you just would like to have a drink at home, you can't. You can't go get a bottle. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, those, those kinds of laws are just, I, I, I mean, I'm in Texas, and I'm just like, what? And, you know, this was 10 years <laughs> yeah. ago. Maybe yeah. they Somebody might be yelling at it. It's not like that anymore, but well, we just went to um, We just went to Missouri last year for Randall's cousin's wedding, and he went to go, I think we said, like, let's get a bottle of something and beer, and the guy would only sell him beer because, like, he was trying to get, like, say, vodka or something for us just to take shots before we went out. And... Like they said, you can only buy beer or vodka, one or the other. We can't sell you both. both. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, okay. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> and, confused. And he said he had to hurry up because um, I think it was at 9 or 10 o'clock, they were going to stop selling alcohol completely for the night. Yeah. That's how it was. It was yeah. 9 o'clock or 12 o'clock for beer. Um, mm -hmm. Which is, in, when I went to Utah and a lot of other states, um, they still have 4.3% beer. Yeah. I, um, so these, like, beer companies like Heineken or Budweiser actually have to produce a specific beer for specific states. Definitely. Budweiser's normally 5%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Alcohol by volume. Well, and then they have to make a 4.3 alcohol by weight. Yeah. Just I, like Randall, Randall was telling me when we went down to Mexico. Oh, no, 3.7. Sorry, 3.7. Yeah. So when we went down to Mexico, he was telling me that there's only like um, Tecate, however you say it, <laughs> or um, Dos Equis, right? No, they own the bar. That's how it used to be here also before Prohibition, that the the, the breweries owned the bar that they were sold in. It was a way for them oh, wow. to, yeah, it was a way for them to push um, their beer. So if you had a Budweiser bar on one corner, the next corner is, you know, a Miller bar and a whatever bar. Or Corona. Bar. And then there was drive-thrus. Well, so, so if you go to you go to Mexico, it's still like that where 
the the breweries own the bar. Yeah, and, and then and they had also a they, they own the liquor store. <laughs> so if you go to a liquor store, you can only get Tecate because it's a Tecate liquor store. Well, you know, being here from California and you know, and driving across country, it, it's kind of kind of a culture shock. You know, you don't realize that it's still very uh, like there's so still so many laws around liquor here. It's just whatever you want, you know. Yeah, no, I, I literally when I went to I think I went to Connecticut when I was 21, and I remember uh, we wanted to get some beer on a Sunday, and we literally drove to Massachusetts. And I'm going, <laughs> we're leaving the state right now <laughs> to, to get to beer. Get beer. Like, you know, and <laughs> yep. I remember, you know, I was 21. I, I, yeah. I, I might have been even 20, and so I was used to like doing some, uh, you know, asking somebody to buy buy the beer for us or buy the alcohol. But I'm like, we're actually leaving the state. Here's, yeah. here's another weird thing that that I came across in Utah is there were some rules that they had that they lightened up on. They used to have to have a curtain in bars where food was served. Really? So if drinks were being made, it, the bar would have a curtain so children couldn't see the drinks being made. <laughs> wow. And you couldn't order food or you yeah. couldn't order drinks without ordering food. And, and like a lot of places, you can't get liquor at um, like anywhere a, other than a package store. You yeah, know, which you, is like You can get beer maybe. Right. And, but re- they, they back, and they used to have clubs. When I first started going to Utah, you had to have a membership to go to a bar. They were called clubs. And if you brought a guest, they had to pay like $10 to be with you to get into a bar. Yes, yeah, what I thought. I thought there was like membership clubs to actually buy liquor. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. Okay. Uh, they backed off, but that was to get into bars. But here's what they did. So they, 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 they took some of that back, but they created a new law that made happy hour illegal. And it's also legal in North Carolina the last time I was there. Really? You cannot discount liquor um, during certain hours or, or certain times of the day or for certain people. Like, you can't have ladies night. Yeah. You can't have – so you can you can have, like, beer specials that it, – it's a really weird. Like, the bars have to find a way around it. But, you know, the last time I was in Charlotte, I went to um, – you know, to a sports bar and asked, you know, like, what time's your happy hour? And they're like, that's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> How weird is it to hear? Yeah. Somebody look at you in the face and go, like, I mean, as a California person, happy hour is illegal. That kind of makes me think that's of right like. Now. That's, dude, that was last. That's yeah. No, it was this year. It was 2018. Well, I was told happy hour is illegal. Wow. Well, it's funny. You have the opposite end of the spectrum. You know, in Wyoming, they have uh, drive through bars where you can drive through a bar and actually buy a bottle at any time and then. <laughs> You have Louisiana that has drive-through daiquiri here. points, <laughs> right? right? As long as they put tape, they over put tape the over the straw. It's sealed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. You puncture that tape when you leave. That's on you. Sure. All, right. All right, Ross. We're on our we're next on drink. drink too. So you need to catch up. Well, Ross. if you don't count, if you don't count the shots. <laughs> yeah, there's no way that I'm drinking anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I have oh, an early good. morning. You have an early morning. So, for our next drink, we're drinking a Ward Eight. Ooh. And the Ward 8 has, uh, it has uh, rye whiskey, rye whiskey. Mm-hmm. it has lemon juice, and it has grenadine. That's good. good. I like it. It's good, isn't it? Very simple. So. Didn't you just say you don't have rye whiskey? Well, I, I'm using regular whiskey. I'm using straight okay. whiskey. Stop it, Ross. <laughs> Sorry, I'm killing <laughs> You killed the illusion, man. How do you know? How can you see us over here, okay? Like, <laughs> you're just a creeper. <laughs> yeah, bro. Don't tase me, bro. <laughs> That's good, though. 
<laughs> that's good, right? I yeah. normally stick away from grenadine, and that's just that's good. So I think that's the sweetener just, in this cocktail. Yeah. Somebody, my plan tonight was to make grenadine, and that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, you have one more drink. You might do it again. See? Yeah. Go the opposite direction. If you have a product, service, or event that you'd like to bring attention to, we can help. This podcast reaches thousands of listeners in over 100 countries every week. Imagine hearing your ad in this spot, just like you're hearing this one right now. Sponsor an episode and get the exposure you deserve. For more information, go to DesertOasisRoom.com and click on Services. This podcast is brought to you in part by the Tiki Tea, a family-owned and operated tropical drink bar in Los Angeles, California. Come get their house specialty, The Raised Mistake, for only $6 on Wednesdays until 9 p.m. For more information, check out their website, tiki-ti.com. This podcast is also brought to you by Steadfast Pomade, a strong-holding, medium-bodied styling product for men and women, which leaves your hair looking slick, neat, and shiny with a clean, fresh scent. Order yours today at steadfastpomade.com. So what did what did you drink over there? How many drinks are you in right now? That's what I'm wondering. Yeah. <laughs> so I pre-gamed with two shots of bourbon. Oh my gosh. That's okay. <laughs> and then I poured myself a Sazerac, which I'm still sipping on. When we did the um, the uh, toast, I had the Buffalo Trace White Dog Mash. Okay. Which is basically just what comes right off the still before it gets barrel aged. Wow. Um. Is it pretty and smooth? I put about a half shot of that. It actually was surprisingly smooth. So that's not like cut or anything then. That's just pure. No, it's just, it's straight oh, wow. mash. Comes from, yeah, it's just, uh, it's literally white lightning. <laughs> nice. Wow, I don't think that's but designed what, what, to drink I mean, straight. I've had this bottle for probably two years, and I don't know why I bought it or why I would ever open it. <laughs> and then we started talking tonight. I was like, this is the perfect time. To Tonight's the night. <laughs> and take a drink of this. That is like, like the uh, best toasting. Buffalo Trace. Yeah, like toasting. Like, oh, I have that Buffalo Trace. Um, <laughs> So we're doing this one with Knob Creek. So we used, uh, on the first drink, we used Tanqueray. Then we used Buffalo Trace. What did we use Buffalo Trace on? That was our shots. Yeah. Those are shots. Yeah, shot. for the toast. Mm-hmm. And then we're using Knob Creek. So what I, I wanted to just kind of use a different spirit each time. Definitely. I wish I would have known. I have so much bullet rye whiskey at home. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I would have brought it, yeah. <laughs> I'll just bring you a bottle. Okay, here we go. That way you have it on your bar. I got a talking to one time from a bartender in Omaha about not using bullet rye. Really? I'm why? why? I'm not going to say okay. why. I shouldn't even have brought it okay. up. Oh, is it, is it a bad thing? Uh, certain circles say you shouldn't drink bullet rye, but I am drinking written. I know, I know. Okay, I think I know why. And they don't pay me. No, I, mm. I think I know. I know why. I, we'll talk don't, about it. Don't bash them over the we'll, podcast. Yeah, we'll talk about it after. We'll talk about it afterwards. <laughs> I'm intrigued. They they used to pay me really well. Oh, do they really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I used to do uh, promotions for them and stuff. Okay. So, like Captain Morgan, Smirnoff, Bullet. Um, what else? Yeah, Bullet is Not huge pretty. right now. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. actually, for the price, I mean, because here you can go to um, Total Wine and get a. Uh, uh, a handle of bullet rye for about thirty one ninety nine. Yeah, Ross. Which is just ridiculous. Go to Costco. It's like twenty eight dollars yeah. for one point seven five. Yeah, she's not kidding. Yeah. I just saw it over there. <laughs> it's crazy. No, I mean yeah, it's it is pretty crazy. Yeah, I, I think wish they're they had trying a better rum it. selection over there at Costco. Yeah. I do too. They have actually a pretty good whiskey selection. Yes. 
but they don't have a very good rum. Well, they're also the largest buyers of wine. People, I see people posting their Costco picks of rums. It's mostly on the East Coast. I'm like, really? What are your, yeah, what That's are your, unfair. Like, what are your Costco's doing? <laughs> yeah. So I belong, you know, I'm on a few um, Facebook group um, groups that are on the, that are posting stuff about rum. And when East Coast people post their Costco picks, they have really good rums that we don't <laughs> have at all. Can you please tell it's me really, this really group good. isn't what, Costco on the East Coast? What is uh, it? <laughs> I'm just bad at Costco because they don't carry Miller Lite, so. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> They're not getting my dime anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Master Brewers drinking yeah. Miller Lite. Hey, you know, sometimes yeah. you're just wanting something clean. So I also want to bring up in this particular episode this recent crawl that I did with Ross just a couple days ago. And, um, oh, you guys did that together. We did. Okay, awesome. And I think it's a little bit fitting because some of those spots were speakeasies. Mm-hmm. And, yep. Yeah, I mean, like, I went out there with a list of speakeasies that we wanted to see. We couldn't fit all of them in. There was that, really? There was that many. Wow. Yeah. That's I got so awesome. 14 left on, on the list right wow. now. Wow. I just put it together today. 14. That's a Jeez. lot. Yeah. I mean, you know. And where are you? You're in Phoenix? Phoenix. They're not all speakeasies. Uh, but some of them are. But yeah, I'm in Phoenix. Yeah, and um, you know, it's again, it's this new experience. You know, it's yeah. the, the it's the whole exclusivity. You know, when I walk into some of these speakeasies, I feel like everybody knows because sometimes it's hard to get a reservation, mm-hmm. and yeah. sometimes there's a crowd waiting outside, and and then you know, <laughs> I'll walk out and I'll see people sitting up at the front bar, and I'll think. You know, God, they have no clue what's going on back there. Yeah. Either they have no clue, or they just they couldn't get a reservation, so yeah. they're yeah. just drinking up front or whatever. Or they don't care. Or they don't care. Forget it. Some people don't care. Well, or they don't care. Yeah, well, you're those right. Those people don't matter. Them. I mean, we're you know? passionate about this. Yeah, there absolutely. There are a lot of people that could give a shit. Yeah, that is and I true. That sometimes. And you know what's kind of cool about it is like we talked about, or you mentioned like um, these guys are they look like hipsters, but they're not. I don't know what what. Uh, you were referencing but the thing about the whole speakeasy thing is it seems like a a douchebag hipster thing to do (laughs) right but when you're there but it's really it's really not a hipster thing to do they're not they're just not there well the problem is you go you go out to bars and you know you're standing there waving your dollar trying to trying to get the bartender's attention you go to speakeasy that's limited people it's you you know your buddy and it's so nice 10 other people yeah when we went for my birthday to the blind rabbit i mean there was probably about 15 20 people in there but we got that one waitress that was all about us like making it so it's more about the service too yeah Yeah. you know the the irony though is that all we've done is talk about speakeasies which is exactly what you don't do. <laughs> like, well, like, that's yeah. hilarious. It's supposed to be hush-hush. You're right. Well, earlier, it's like we're literally having a podcast. We're like, there's this one, there's that one. Yes. Well, we're not going <laughs> to broadcast it to the world. Like... We're just going to broadcast it to the listeners, you know? Yeah. Okay, so... Keep letter in the know. <laughs> I don't think we mentioned by name a whole lot of them. Or location. Or location. I did, We just winked. <laughs> I will say the last speakeasy that I sat in with Sarah and Randall... Boris actually thought that it was a real speakeasy because yeah. he says, you know, he goes, look, he goes, here's the thing about speakeasies, right? You don't talk about them. So he said, he said, um, they have rules about 
no, no photos and right? no phones. No phones. Yeah. If you post anything on social media, you get banned for life. Mm -hmm. yeah. And prior to going, I actually like looked to see what was out there. There is nothing. 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 Yeah. There's absolutely nothing. Which have is you have amazing. you been? To yeah, and Boris, here? which in today's age, yeah. today's digital climate, like, and Boris was like. So this is a real speakeasy yeah. because nobody really knows yeah. about Absolutely. it except those that yeah. are in the know, yeah. right? Exactly. Which is awesome. I mean, even if people know about it, like I said, there's no pictures. You only know what it looks like by going. Yeah. yeah. You know? And like I said, yeah, like that today where everything's on social media and there's a picture of mm -hmm. everything. I took a menu though. Did you? Yes, you would. Oh my gosh, like, you would. It's You're not so sneaky. I'm just gonna throw that out there right now. No, I'm not a thief. <laughs> I'm a collector. <laughs> it's a difference, man. Oh my it's a very, very thin line. So yeah, Ross was like, so I'm not gonna mention the bar, but one of my favorite bars that we saw this weekend, mm -hmm. I wanted to take a souvenir, so I took a menu. <laughs> And Ross goes, you took a menu. He goes, you asshole. And then he, and then he says under his breath, I have three of them. Uh, <laughs> he would. But I said I paid for those. Okay. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> I paid with my patronage. There you go. With a, I, when with I, a I, smile. I saying, hey, when I go to the GET, do I punch Mike in the face? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did. I did say if you want a menu, I'll, I'll get you a menu. Okay. <laughs> you did say that. I feel like we're rehabbing this exact conversation. Right, right. <laughs> Actually, I do want a menu, so. Oh, no problem, dude. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're taking menu orders, you're throwing this way. Right. <laughs> so if you do want to check out, um, I won't mention it over this thing, but if you want to go, there's actually another speakeasy location that's bigger. Re oh, that's yeah. That's the same one. Yeah, here. that's yeah. here. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And I was actually, so fun fact, I was supposed to design that for the owner. Um, and we were supposed to like do it all 1920s, like all this stuff. I picked out a whole bunch of materials for him, but he didn't want to pay me. He's like, can I pay you in drinks? No. <laughs> I'm like, no. It's like, for, if you're paying me in drinks, it's going to be a lifetime. <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's what, so that's like, what bars want to do to me too. Yeah. 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 I'm like, you know what? I'll just give you my mood boards. I'll give you everything. You know, I picked out certain materials. But there is a I baby grand piano. I hope he ran with it because I've heard great things from it. Um, I picked out cool wallpaper and see, stuff like that. But see, you did that. work for him for free yeah, then. Yeah, I did. know, I know. You shouldn't and have I done still, that. I still need to go check it out, though. So, okay, <laughs> so having said all of that, I, I do want to say this because, and I'm not going to name names, I'm not going to call out anybody <laughs> specifically, but, you know, this podcast is something that I do for a living. Mm -hmm. I do invoice my sponsors. They do pay me for the advertisements, and their advertisements are 30 seconds long. Every advertisement has a different price depending on where it's placed in the episode. And some of them choose to pay a little bit more to be right up in the front. Definitely, right? yeah. But they get 30 seconds. And then there are businesses that want me to podcast with them and they don't want to pay me. They don't want to pay, they don't want to buy advertising, but they still somehow expect me to drive out yeah. and do a one hour quote unquote infomercial about mm -hmm. their business yeah. <laughs> for free. Yeah. yeah. Now, Sometimes they'll throw me a couple of drinks, mm -hmm. but what's the cost of a drink? Three dollars, yeah. maybe, yeah. right? That doesn't even cover the cost of gas, and it's insulting to my sponsors, and it's insulting to me because it's so, your business. Because it's my yeah. business. So here's the thing: they all expect us to pay for our drinks when we walk into yes. their business. Yeah. I just ask that they 
-hmm. You know, they return the, the, they yeah. return the same courtesy. So Definitely. I'm throwing that out there for the people that are out there that are listening. That you know who you are. <laughs> right? The gauntlet's dropped. You know who you are. Well, I just I just feel like I have to say it because. It's like, you know, look, I don't come into your establishment asking for free stuff. Mm -hmm. And you know? it's not like you say record an episode and just throw it up. It takes you that editing yes, time and you're right. listening oh, back on it. And I'm glad that you say that because that's exactly how it is. Because in my a lot of industry, people think that yeah. mm -hmm. when we sit down and record, they think, oh, yeah, it's just fun. And I could, it's just a one-hour recording, but Oop, that's the easiest online. part. Yeah. It's not fun. There's, there's drinking these drinks. There's there's work. There's a bunch of expenses behind it. There's number one, my fuel. There is yeah. my gas or my uh, my parking. There's whatever food that I eat because I had mm -hmm. to drive out there and I would have stayed and home otherwise. There's my time. There's my editing time. There's my marketing time, marketing effort. And there's mm -hmm. my hosting. Yes. And then in the end, they get a nice, neat little clickable yeah. link that they can put on their yeah. social media that they gave me two drinks at $3 a cost for, <laughs> for, which I think is extremely, I guess, again, it's, it's insulting. So, so please, if you are interested in supporting the podcast, support the podcast the way that we support your businesses. And we'll do a happy dance. Seriously. Yes. And it keeps mm. this going because I love being yes, on here yes. and I love talking with Adrian. I always, you know, text him dancing. and say, hey, let's do this together. Come on, you got this, you know? <laughs> We're all and, you know, together. there are a lot of tiki bars out there that are popular with the locals, but, yeah. you know, this podcast really reaches the tiki community. I think, Adrian, you've said that you're in 100 countries, maybe thousands of Over 100 countries. Over 100 countries, yeah. Is it 10,000 subscribers? I know there's a yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. So 10,000. You know, so when you think about people that are coming into your town that are not locals, that are looking for places to go that are tiki, that, that are, mm -hmm. yeah, this is where they're hearing a lot of that information. You know, they're reading books, they're, they're outside of your area, they're looking for well, places to go. Yeah, they're, they're, they're so, listening to the show for free, mm -hmm. you know, and well, they're like getting. Like I said at Tonga Hut too, you are the voice of tiki now. Thank you. Like, you drive, say, an you hour and a half. You hear that voice? You listen <laughs> that, to Adrian's voice. That is the tiki. knowledge. <laughs> so I don't want it to, to turn into a self-serving thing about, <laughs> about you know, like my efforts for the podcast. All yeah. I'm saying is that, you know. Let me say it. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is that it, it's, it's more than you think it is. And, and it's a powerful tool. And it's a powerful yeah. tool. So. You know, um, for those that have supported the podcast, thank you very much. There have been quite a few who, who have donated. Ross is one of them, and I recognize that. Thank Absolutely. you, Ross. Ross buys merch. Ross has just, Aww. Ross has just sent me <laughs> donations because he enjoys the show and wants to support the show. Ross, you're so, so cool. So thank you. You <laughs> are a gentleman wish, and a scholar. Yes, I wish we could afford Doesn't to support go Adrian. Doesn't go unrecognized. <laughs> but you do support me. Yes. Yeah. So you know, um, I thank everybody who supported. The show because you know the, the this show really it's it's always looking for funding. It's like Hugh Hauser's show, right? It's, yeah. it's it's something that you consume for free, and he can't do it without people buying merch and and you know making donations and things like that. And when you go to the station that he was broadcasting that, you know they were always asking for donations. And at the end of every episode, he was trying to sell his merch, right? He's trying yeah. to sell DVDs yeah. and CDs of that <laughs> specific episode you just watched. So, so anyway, I thank you to everybody who supported the show. Um, so that's all I have. That's my rant. <laughs> that's my rant on repeal day. Okay, now to more drinking and talking about, about I'm just, just going to back it up. Support the inside of the tiki bar. Yes. 
inside the Desert Oasis podcast. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I don't want this to sound like an infomercial either, but <laughs> I just, like I said, you know, the reason that I have supported is that it's invaluable. Yeah. For people that are, are, are new to Tiki, especially, or who've been in Tiki for a while, want to hear what's going on, who, don't know about the ha- the past or the or the history. There are there are Facebook groups that are actually setting up mentorships where people who are knowledgeable about tiki yeah, can mentor somebody who is new into the scene. Randall, Just subscribe to this podcast. Randall is actually a mentor. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm not throwing any names out there. What I'm, <laughs> I'm not I'm not so, I'm naming any names either. But <laughs> he like so, mentors like two people. If you're that serious that you're gonna take on a mentor, mm-hmm. please listen to this podcast. Please support the podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Ross. Appreciate Absolutely. it. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. I love well, it. Thank you, man. I appreciate can I, it. Okay. Can I also comment too, like, I am new to the whole Tiki thing, you know, and I've only been in for about two years now. Okay. And when Randall was like, you know, telling me about Tiki, like our first date was at Tonga Hut in Palm Springs, you know? Okay. And he said, you can't Amen. just <laughs> get into Tiki. You have to understand the culture, the history, yeah. everything that goes into it. And I was so fascinated. It's probably one of the most complex cultures. It's yeah. Really or is. subcultures really is. That, that exist today. For Definitely. a subculture that is based off of actual cultures that has, you know, it's, just, <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah, no, this absolutely. whole intertwine, intertwine thing is like, there's actually there's there's rules there's there's mm-hmm. history there's everything yeah yeah it yeah. gets complex yeah. absolutely. So he said, "Babe, you got to listen to Inside the Desert Oasis Room." He goes, "I listen to it every time I drive to work or while I'm at work." And I'm like, "Okay, cool." So I started listening, and it literally just I felt so connected to all the artists, you know, and like everyone that you did have on the podcast. I'm like, "This is so cool!" Like this is fascinating. Well, you know what I like about the tiki scene is that. Unlike other scenes, or unlike not all other scenes, but a lot of other scenes, our quote-unquote celebrities are all reachable. Absolutely. They're all approachable. They're all part of the community. Mm -hmm. There's nobody out there that, well, maybe there's an exception here and there, but... (laughs) Yeah, right? But for the most part, you know, they will sit down with you and have a drink with you, Mm -hmm. and they'll jump in the car with you and go to that next bar with you, and they'll... they'll, um, They'll walk into your room party at a room of you know at a tiki yeah. event and yeah. and they're not people that have handlers. They're not people that sit behind a closed door before they're set. Mm-hmm. They're not people that you know have an RV, <laughs> a trailer. Right? They're not people that um, have have a media contact or publicist mm-hmm. that you have to go through if you yeah. want to actually you know reach out to them about anything. Yeah. Right? So. That it, that's what's great about the tiki scene. We have people See, that are. I think that's what they're, I love. They're all just like us. So you know? much yeah. about it. And then anytime you go to these events, like I almost feel like we take it for granted that we're here in Southern California with we do. I all do. these yeah. artists. You know? Yeah. 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 yeah, we do. We do. You do. Yeah. Ross is spending a lot of money in gas to get here. Yeah, like, how often am I there? <laughs> well, you know, like. Ross and said, talking to them about coming out here still hasn't happened. <laughs> Ross said something one day the other day about that where he said like he said it's nice that you know people came out here For instead once. yeah instead yeah. of us always having yeah. to go out there and we had a blast right That's awesome. and then um, then I, I'm gonna name his name Odd Rodney because I don't think he's gonna be upset about what I'm gonna say he said the same <laughs> thing he said he said yeah he's like it's kind of nice that people came out. 
here to Phoenix instead of us yeah. driving to California all the time. You exactly. Know? And uh, I said, yeah. I said, you know, I'd love to do that yeah, more let's often. Start doing that more, like gravitating yeah, yeah. to other states. You know, because why would you I do that like... when we're in the best coast? Remember, well, I already said it. <laughs> <laughs> but I would love to see Undertow. I would love to see like, well, I would just love to see all the tiki bars out there. Undertow is awesome. Yeah. yeah. I'm like dying to go out there. It's stellar. Ross, we're actually going to be out there in January, so we might message you like to visit and stuff. Yeah, oh, he's going to be in Redlands in January. Oh, really? <laughs> he's, he's like, I he's actually read about the speakeasy in Redlands. That, uh... <laughs> you know you guys are welcome anytime I've sent you awesome. multiple invitations. Okay. So you are and, welcome. And You're I so wanna, sweet. Thank you. And I wanted to give uh, give Ross another shout out. I, I gave you a shout out, Ross, when we did the, the uh, wrap up for the speakeasy crawl episode that we recorded. Thank you. The Phoenix Speakeasy Crawl. And what I, what I wanted to say was that, you know, Ross was accommodating. He was a great host. Boris did mention that you were the perfect guy for us. He was. He was, oh, he was, he was the perfect person <laughs> because he was a great ambassador of the city. And he's yeah. a cra- craft cocktail antique enthusiast. So awesome. he knew where to take us. We weren't disappointed with any spot. And the one thing that he did, which we thought was, you know, you, which you saved us, Ross, was you brought a pizza to us before we started. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to know I, I we went to McDonald's before this? <laughs> As I said, a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> Dude, before we started, he brought a pizza to the hotel. That's so awesome. And we, and we ate, we all ate pizza. Yeah. And then we got in an Uber and went mm-hmm. to our first stop. Oh. And that, that, that was key. You. It saved yeah. us. Yeah. It totally it saved us. Yeah. It was key. That yeah. Was so, so big up to Ross. Thank you so much. And, uh, yeah, yeah, well, it's, it was a great time. I'm super jealous now. Me too. That sounds awesome. I thought we were going to be the first guys, to I mean, visit you. <laughs> get out here, you know. I mean, there's okay. a ton of fantastic bars here, here in Phoenix. You know, I'm a Bay Area guy, and that's why I'll mm-hmm. always be at heart. But coming out here, I've, I've just gotten really in touch with the local craft cocktail community. I've recently joined the um, USBG here in Phoenix, the United States Bartenders Guild. There's so much going that's on. Awesome. Um, there's so many events happening and there's uh just it's That's just really cool. it's it's getting there's just more and more bars opening there's more and more people that are being creative there's more and more yeah. um, fantastic drinks and and um restaurants being opened and it's just a great time to come out and visit phoenix so cool. those of you that know me um say hello on um facebook or whatever come say hi and we'll, we'll hook up and do something fun yeah I do awesome. USBG stuff out here too. You know, Ross, the next time you're out here, we should do a USBG event together. We should do it so that, because um, they do a monthly meeting and yeah. they're tons of fun, man. You should, That's really cool. you should go with me on the next one. The, the, the guy that you just had on your podcast recently, what's his name, Benny? Benny, yeah. Yeah, he invited me to a Tiki thing not too long ago. He just hit me up on Facebook out of nowhere and just said, hey, we really like to have you at this thing. And I wasn't in town that week, but I would yeah. definitely like to come out there and. Um, yeah, he's 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 one of the guys who runs the Orange County chapter. Yeah, absolutely. So I would love to come out and be a part of that. Yeah, that's really cool. That sounds cool. fantastic. But here, you know, here's the other thing about about and and just everything that we're talking about. We get these huge events together, and I mean, there's all these cocktails and drinks happening, and there's how many fights do you see? You know, there's yeah. massive yeah, no. drinks no. going down, and like. You know, absurd it, amount of drinks yeah, going down, dude. Yeah. dude for drinks. the amount, you know, don't get me wrong, there might be a little bit of drama here and there, but yeah. there's yeah. nowhere near the 
amount of, of trouble and fights and Almost, arguments. And for the amount of booze that we consume at these yeah. events mm -hmm. and the amount of people that are there. There's just so much love. Yeah. Like there, for everyone. Yeah. Well, not, there, not all the time, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think this um, community just brings in people that feel a certain way. And we're yeah. not necessarily you know, aggressive people that, that we just want to have a good time. We want to have fun. We want to learn. We want to listen to good music. We want to enjoy each other's company. We just want to have a good time. When well, we all get together. It's, it's magical. It's amazing. Definitely. It's, it's something I feel like it's I, almost like, um, almost just like that escape, like for everyone, you know, like what I've seen in the last couple of years where everyone just like, doesn't talk about their nine to five, you yeah. know, and they just like right. relax and have a good time. And that's key. Yeah. yeah, that is key. Yeah, you know the that thing is about that is, that is escapism. You're like most of us don't know what each yeah. other does for a living. Yeah, yeah. I think a lot to do yeah, it is too. It's kind of weird sometimes. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. What? Who, who are you? Or it's like, oh, I work at Walt Disney Animation Wait, Studios. Wait, you you own a shirt that does not have flowers? <laughs> and we trust we trust each other to just. Yeah. Jump in their car yeah. and then have them Absolutely. drive us off. Like yeah. they yeah. could take us out to the middle of the desert, shoot us <laughs> in the back of the head, and bury us in a sand pit. But we still hey, trust don't give them. anyone ideas, right? okay? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know how many times I've like just not nonchalantly sent somebody $150 to pick me up a mug across the country and send yeah. it to me. Never met them exactly. before. Never met them before. Don't know them. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like it's that community. And I, I mean, I've never been burned. I mean. But, yeah. you know, it's just the, the community. It's just like, he's like, hey, man, did, did you want this? $150. I'm like, yeah, here you go. Here you go, dude. Yeah. Like, um, so we have a friend on Facebook. Here's my address. Uh, Michael Louie. And he lives up in San Francisco. We were doing so many trades with him and, like, just talking to him about just everything. Like, he had questions for us. I had questions for him. All this stuff. And finally, I would say after, like, what, eight months of, mm -hmm. like, going back and forth on Facebook, we finally met the guy, like, down oh, cool. here. He, like, came down here. He had a trip for work, and he went to Trader Sam's, and we met up with him. And he's like, I just wanted to say hi. Like, I know you guys are probably busy, but I just love you guys. I love That's everything awesome. that you yeah. guys are doing. Like, thank you so much for, you know, sending me that mug. Like, I really love it. Like... And it just, it brings us all together in such a unique way. And like, that's what makes me like so happy about life, honestly, because it's that escapism and like that community of like, just being a friend to yeah, a yeah. complete but, stranger, you well, know? I think what's huge is we all like to drink, Yeah. but we like to drink, <laughs> but like it, it's, it's the history of the cocktails. We're sitting there like, oh, what's in that? Oh, where mm -hmm. did that come from? And, and we're like actually like dissecting that drink and enjoying it. We we get drunk, but that's just like a a, a side effect. Yeah, you know, I'm sure we. We are not doing this to yeah. get drunk, and people don't understand. We'd all still be drinking. In the community that can't drink or don't want to drink that still go to tiki bars to enjoy the environment, yeah. the atmosphere. Yeah, you know the music to get that escapism and have a, you know a mocktail. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's not about. It, it, this community is not about getting shit faced for the most. You, you yeah. know, no, 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 no. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. Run into people that are there for that, but they're really not part of this community that we're yeah. talking about, in my yeah. opinion. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't even like being drunk. It's just a. a I, you know what? I don't either. Yeah. Me I mean, either. I enjoy. I just enjoy a just really good crafted cocktail. Yeah. Absolutely. But I hate 
getting drunk. I hate it. I don't I like it. Have you ever seen us drunk? Like, I don't, yeah. we never get drunk. I don't know. Now I don't know what I think about it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> have like, you ever seen me drunk? No. no. Liar. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> you have been drunk a lot. Uh-uh. <laughs> hey, Ross. Hey, Ross, have you ever seen me drunk? I think we're all good. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't tell someone's drunk when you're drunk, see? Hey, you know what we did? <laughs> when we did this uh, the speakeasy crawl out in Phoenix, mm-hmm. We took the lift back to the hotel, and we all got out of the car. And the the one common thing that everyone was saying was like, "Hey, I'm actually feeling pretty good. I'm not actually that drunk." <laughs> this is us every good. time we drink. We were, <laughs> we were good. You know what? This, I mean, this tiki community, particularly the one here in Arizona, has been a family for me because those are, those people who know me well know that I came from the Bay Area. I came because of a relationship that ended at, at recently, actually a year ago, um, and. I had nobody out here in Arizona, wow. but the local tiki community, Tiki AZ, and the you know has really been my family out yeah. here. And that's and so awesome. Going awesome. out to going out to visit my brother in Sacramento recently, and getting to know the Ohana out there in Sac, and just you know heading out to SoCal and meeting some of you guys, and you know I've gotten really close with the San Diego group as well, and just you know back home with Bay Area people. I mean, it's it's family. It that's is so awesome. Ohana. Absolutely. I love that. I love that you went to Arizona not knowing anyone and you just automatically had a family, you know, like that in itself. I went to Redlands and that happened. I I send a shout out to my boy Corey out there in the, in the Midwest. Oh yeah. Corey's cool, man. (laughs) I like Corey too, man. And we've never actually met face to face. Oh dude. So we've connected uh, many times through Facebook and through other means. And that is, I love that guy. So let's let's give Corey that's Corey Whitworth. Let's give him a shout out. So he Corey is one of the regulars out of Tiki Cat. And when I was out at Tiki Cat, Corey and again, this is one of those things where it's just like never met this dude before. Don't really know him. You know, like in the middle of the night, he's like, let's hit a bunch of home bars. (laughs) We did a bunch. We did a home Tiki Bar crawl. And I jumped into his car yeah. and just trusted him, right? Yeah. Awesome. And yeah, he's a bro, man. Corey's Corey's one See, of us. What, what up, Corey? Yeah, that's what yeah. we were wanting when we went out there. We messaged Tiki Cat a few times. We're like, hey, we're coming out. We want to see it. But it just didn't work out where we actually got to go to the bar because we were leaving, I think, on Tuesday or Wednesday. So we didn't even have a day like to go see yeah. it, you know? Yeah. And it, it was unfortunate because we wanted to go see it and hang out and like get to know that you know, Ohana out there and yeah. it didn't happen. Hopefully next time because <laughs> I would love time. to check it out. Yeah, well, it was cool. Well, while the love is flowing, I think this is a good way to wrap up our repeal day episode. Mm-hmm. I'm, Man. I'm, um, I, you know, like when I was a kid, there was this book that when you got to the end of a chapter, you could choose path A or path B, and depending on which path you chose, there was always an alternate outcome. But from there, you you chose a path A or path B, and from there, you chose a path A and path B. And I guess what I'm getting at is that, you know, this whole prohibition thing, you know, as shitty as it was for those people back then to yeah. not be able to get booze, if it weren't for that, today we wouldn't have Don the Beachcomber. We wouldn't have all these great tiki cocktails. We wouldn't have all these speakeasy bars that we that we enjoy. So yeah, so as shit as it was for you know everybody back then to get you know their their liquor taken away from them and the country to go dry, you know it's one of those things that what would have happened if 
Like we really have to thank the people that said they wanted to repeal that amendment, you know, and like actually change history because they changed it for us today. You know, like imagine we wouldn't have beer, wine, cocktails, anything without that, you know. Terrible experiment, but but, uh, outcome a okay. We still learn a lesson in some ways. (laughs) One one day we'll learn. I mean, are you drinking eight bottles uh, a week or whatever, (laughs) or a month? That may be anything has slowed down the drinking. (laughs) Yeah, I think it slowed it down definitely. (laughs) So Ross, uh, do you want to throw out any of your social media if anybody wants to follow you? Uh, I'm Tiki Boss on uh, Facebook. That's about all I got to do. So you don't have Instagram. Get an Instagram. We're, I, we're telling them that I, this weekend. <laughs> I'm gonna actually. I'm doing it this week. I'm gonna get an Instagram. I, well, my name for those of you who don't know me um, personally, my name is Ross. If you see anywhere, come up and say hi. <laughs> I don't really go by Tiki Boss. Some people call me that. But, no, you're uh, Tiki. Your name's Tiki Boss. <laughs> <laughs> Boris kept calling him Mark. Even on the way out to Phoenix, really? he's like, so are we going to Mark's house first? And I'm like, dude, why do you keep calling him Mark? And then, and then he explained it to me. And then I thought what would be funny is if we called him Mark the whole weekend. That would yes. be hilarious. But then, but then Boris kept calling him Ross. And I, and I even said, and I think Ross heard it one time, I said, dude, we're supposed to be calling him Mark. <laughs> oh, my God. Damn it, Boris. <laughs> It was fun. I mean, the episode is, I say this all the time when I record these things, you know, like I always wonder if anybody's going to listen to it and say, oh, what a piece of shit that was. <laughs> but, and it's okay because I don't, you know, not everyone's going to like what I do. That's fine. Um, we love you. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> and when I recorded that on the way there, after we returned the, we turned the quarter off, I was like, well, that was a clusterfuck. And then, <laughs> and then on the way back, Boris was like. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. Well, you know what? I'm just gonna throw it out there. So I really want to know before we end it. I saw that one speakeasy you went into where it was all red. Like yeah, that was Melinda's downstairs. Alley. Okay. Adrian, we don't speak of that place. We don't speak. <laughs> okay, so let's say let's let's say let, I'm gonna edit this part then. Yeah, we can't tell you what the name is. Anymore. Oh shoot. Okay. <laughs> well, you, you can say Melinda's Alley, but we don't know where it's at, or where you, how you access it, or how you get to it. Oh, I'm okay. really gonna make that point because the first time I went there, I will say it's in the alley of a hotel, and I went into the hotel looking for it, and none of the employees would tell me where it was at. This was during <laughs> Arizona. It's an alley. Yes. And I had already walked a half hour out of my way, a half hour back to it. I've been walking for an hour in Arizona heat. I was angry. I was frustrated. <laughs> I was like, where's the bar? They're like, uh, we don't know what you're talking about. Dang. So, speak easy. So they really like mess with you. Yeah, speak easy. They really, they play it up. Earn your booze, man. Oh, Earn and here's your the booze. thing. And so we were walking up the street to go to Miracle. Uh-huh. And Ross was pointing down another alley. because there's another one right there. <laughs> yeah, it's like, and, and and they are these alleys between these yeah. tall industrial, yeah. tall buildings, not industrial, but tall buildings in Valley downtown. Park. And um, yeah, they literally are now. Like wow. that one, you we walked into a fire escape to get yeah. to it. Right? Awesome. That's yeah. so, so cool. There's a video of yeah. me walking into it. Are you going to post that somewhere? I did. Well, I posted it on my uh, Facebook. No, I'm sorry. On my Instagram stories. Which is, okay. they're only there for 24 hours. I saw that. Like Harry yeah, Potter, you walk into a wall. So I, I will probably, I'll, I'll put it up somewhere. I'm working on on something right now for my listeners that um, I actually have to put more 
time and effort into. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm, I'm working on a subscription service that will have exclusive content, videos, and all kinds That's of stuff. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, That'd for the people awesome. that like, you know, that that want more, mm -hmm. you know, they could pay like three bucks a month or something, something cheap, like Any less than a, less than a dollar a week, right? Like seventy five cents a week. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And That's uh, cool. that that will get them like you know. Videos. Even $5 a month, like that gives you a whole list of everything that you yeah, would like want to check video, out. You know? Videos of the bars that we do, maybe videos of some of the podcasts. We didn't video this one, we should have. Videos of the podcasts that we record mm -hmm. and then um, commercial free episodes. So, oh, that's cool. yeah, yeah, so cool. I like the commercials, they're so smooth. Yeah, I do too. You asked really quick if I had anything to you know promote. I obviously I don't, but I, I do want, again want to give a shout out to TKAZ, all my Arizona family out here. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, um, you know, Undertow. Uh, Jason and Rich, who run that bar. I mean, we we have a pretty cool tiki scene out here. The people that are passionate and really love um, tiki and everything related to it. So, um, and like art artists like like Rodney that you mentioned earlier. So it, it's weird. You, you talked about it, and I talked about it really quickly. But you know, I go out there all the time. Not a lot of people come out here. Tiki Arizona is or Tiki Oasis Arizona is coming up pretty soon. Yeah. So I saw again, that. props out to um, Otto and Baby Doe for bringing Tiki AEZ or Tiki Air Oasis AZ, yeah. making that a thing. Looking forward to it, and looking forward to seeing all of you guys coming out here for once. And when you do come <laughs> right. say hello. That's awesome. You know, um, I bet your car loves it. It's a fantastic time. I'm looking forward to it. Otto texted me today, so um, we'll see what happens. <laughs> we'll talk about it off air. You don't say anything. We'll talk about it off air, but he texted me today and we had a little exchange. So, yeah, we'll talk about it off air. But anyway, um, cool, man. Thanks for joining the show, Ross. I appreciate it. I appreciate you hosting us out there while we were in Phoenix, and um, we hope to see you again soon. Yeah, and we can't yeah, wait absolutely. to visit you. <laughs> yeah, come out. I told okay. you got a place to stay anytime. Okay. Absolutely. Awesome. awesome. We'll be there for like four days. <laughs> and, and before we let him go, let's 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 Make get your your social media. Yeah, as well. we're Tiki Addicts, like always. You know, um, Tiki Addicts on Instagram, Tiki Addicts on Facebook, Tiki Addicts. Yeah, um, website. <laughs> follow me at Desert Luna Photo Booth. I'm plugging that in there. Yeah, yeah throw it in. There. Throw it in there. Yeah, and if okay, I'll for all mine for all too. your photo booth needs, <laughs> hit me up at Desert Luna Photo Booths. And then if you want to see what I do for a living, I pretty much post on that every single day. Um, Sarah made designs on Instagram, so that's all wedding awesome. and designing and all that fun stuff. So. It's adorable. <laughs> and since everybody's throwing out their social media, <laughs> I'm gonna throw out mine. So uh, thanks for joining us again, you guys, Tiki yeah. Addicts. Thanks, thanks again, Tiki Boss. Appreciate it. Happy repeal day. Happy repeal day. Happy repeal day. And for all our listeners out there, if you have any questions, comments, or just want to leave a shout out, check out our group page on Facebook inside the Desert Oasis Room or follow our antics on Instagram at Polynesian Pop. Mm -hmm. Alrighty, folks. Yeah, Raise it. your glasses for Repeal Day. <laughs> Cheers, everybody. Cheers, Cheers Ross. Cheers. Cheers. Aloha. 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 <laughs> Hello. Hello. Say it, Ross. Oh, no, we're, we're doing the we're doing the three stooges. Hello. 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 <laughs> All right. Aloha, people. Aloha. Oh man, that was bad. I love it. <laughs>